Hello, everyone. Welcome to Average Joe's Daily Bible Study Podcast. I'm Aaron, and I'm here with my really awesome, cool friend, Kevin. Kevin? Say hi. Hey, guys. I am, I am awesome, and I am cool. You sure are, buddy. So today we're going to continue on our topic of self-control, <clears throat> self-discipline. Uh, we're going to be in Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verses 26 through 30. Again, Hebrews chapter 10, 26 through 30. Give you some time to get there if you're in your Bible or on an app. Um, before we get started, Kevin, I'm super excited to hear how your day went. Uh, I think you're super excited for me to tell people how my day went. You already know we had this conversation. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, before we start, I don't, I don't really like the way you told me that I am, uh, super and awesome. It sounded like you were being a little condescending. I'm not very happy with that, but I'm going to move on. My day was amazing. Uh, God really came through, man. Came through the clutch. Told you guys about that job interview I had yesterday. And, um, turns out I get the, I, I got the job. And so that's really amazing. And it's, it's not, it's a job and I'm super excited about it. I'll tell you this though. I just want to show you guys an example of how good the enemy is at attacking me. And so if you ever feel like he's, uh, you're alone and how he attacks you. So I got the job today. The, the man called me and he said, Hey Kevin, uh, we're good for, good to go for you to start on Monday. But I just want you to know, corporate originally didn't, didn't approve you to get hired. I had to call up to corporate and get them to approve you because I, because I believe that you can be the employee I want you to be. And I'll tell you how the enemy attacked me. And that awesome news where somebody says, Hey, not only are you good enough, you're so good that I'm going to go out of my way to try to employ you. I'm going to do extra to try to get you hired on here. The enemy whispered into my ears, man, what a surprise. Another place doesn't want you because of your past. And that's what the enemy tried to do. And I had to actively, you know, we talk about self-discipline. I think part of my self-discipline is to not allow those thoughts every time. Stop them. Put up a wall between those thoughts and any others. And so I put them up. I said, no, I am good enough. God tells me I'm good enough. I'm so good that this man wanted to go above and beyond to get me hired on. But I just wanted to share an example of how the enemy attacks me. Uh, so if you guys are feeling alone in your attacks, you're not, man. They happen. You just got to use that self-discipline we've been talking about all week. Uh, so I, that happened. My sister had a, had a surgery on her foot. Her foot is really messed up. So she had surgery, and it went well, and that's amazing. Um, I'm having a great day, man. Uh, I found out how much my Jeep is going to it's going to cost to fix my Jeep. And it's less than getting a getting a new vehicle, and so that makes me happy because it means I'm not putting too much money into it. It's still expensive, but less than getting a new vehicle. Man, I'm, God is great. God is so great. I want to scream it. I'm not going to. I don't want to hurt anybody's ears. But my day was great. God is great. Aaron, how was your day, man? <clears throat> so my my day was was really great. Also, um, so I'm off. I'm off on Fridays. I uh, got to go to the DMV today to renew my license. Uh, really pleasant process. Uh, I had an 8.30 okay. appointment. I show up at 8.15, like the appointment says, uh, and I was actually out of there before 8.30. Uh, everybody was real friendly. I was happy with that. Yeah. Uh, actually got to see an old uh, friend from my old job. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, he was real positive, like, hey, we miss you. You need to stop by sometime. Like, We're probably going to have breakfast coming up one of these Fridays, you should come by and eat breakfast with us. So that was 
a cool invitation. Uh, so I didn't tell you this when we talked, um, <clears throat> just because I wanted to get started. But I so I had talked with one of so for our listeners, I, I, I was involved with a, a program while I was incarcerated called Brothers in Blue. Um, <clears throat> really awesome Christian program, great people. Um, so I had talked to one of my mentors from there. Um, so our li- regular listeners would know I've really been struggling financially, and he was just kind of asking me about my bank account and how things were looking. And it's not well. And this morning I got a message from him that says, hey, I need you to call me. And he was like, hey, I need some information from you. Um, it's like we talked to your landlord. I, ta- I talked to the team here. Uh, there's no reason you should struggle. You're doing everything you're supposed to. Uh, we're going to pay your rent for July. Uh, I need to know how we can pay your insurance for July also. Uh, all we want you to do is put as much as you can in your savings account so that you don't have to worry about anything for a few months. Um, <clears throat> so that's definitely a, a really exciting answer to prayer. I know we've talked about that quite a bit just with my mental struggles. And uh, so that's um, just, just really awesome, man, that that they would do that. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. <clears throat> it's going to help me to be able to catch up. I've, I got some other things coming up that I was worried about that I don't have to worry about anymore. So, um, man, pretty, man, that uh, a great blessing. Uh, I know we, we talk a lot about being faithful and persevering uh, and so you know that it's been a, a really rough few weeks for me. Uh, so to see things starting to come back together is really nice. So uh, especially exciting to hear your news, given I had some really good news, and it's just nice that we could both have a really great day. Amen, man. I'm I'm tearing up right now, and I like I some, sometimes I think that people don't believe me, but I am I'm literally emotional. I don't know why I said literally. That was unnecessary. But I am emotional, and I'm getting emotional just thinking about how great God is. Uh, you know, just a real quick point. I think sometimes we get wrapped up in, like, there's a story about the woman who goes overboard, and she's, the boat comes up. She prays to God to save her. boat comes up. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, for, those of you who, for those of you who don't, we'll, uh, we'll discuss that later. But, guys, man, what a wonderful job. What a wonderful thing it is that Aaron was blessed. But those people had to choose to bless him. So, hey guys, sometimes you're you're the person getting blessed. And you got to accept that. And sometimes you can bless people. And you got to do it, man, and do it for God, not for any other reason. God is great, man. That's amazing. Hey, in light of all this great news, man, let's let's hit this Bible verse hard today because it's kind of a gloomy yeah. one. So let's do it with a smile on our face, huh? It is, man. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and get us started, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attitude of prayer. God, we just. We want to thank you first for the blessings that both me and Aaron have received today. We know that you're behind it, and we know that it is only because you are God who 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 answers prayer and who um, completes his promises. God, we thank you so much for you just being faithful to us. We thank you that even in those dark dark days when we don't see uh, see you being faithful, you still are. God, we just ask that as we come into your word today that you allow us to speak your judgment. We allow you to speak your message, not your judgment, and your love, God. We ask that you uh, allow us to tread lightly on these hard verses because we don't want to be judgmental, just loving. But this is part of your word, God. We ask that as we go through this podcast that you continue to grow it, you continue to move it in the direction you want it to be in, 
we continue to be a part of it, God, because we only do this for you. It's our small platform to raise you up and to uh, to bring light to you, to bring praise to you, to bring glory to you. We we thank you so much for everything you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, uh, again, that's Hebrews, uh, the 10th chapter. I'm going to start in verse 26, and I'm going to read through verse 30. So it says, For if we go on sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severe punishment do you think you will deserve who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has regarded as unclean the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. <clears throat> so, so I actually, for our listeners, I called Kevin right before this and was like, man, I don't know. I, I remember what I was thinking when I wrote this down at the beginning of the week. And, and, and I second guessed, but, but the fact that, you know, we discussed, the fact is that sometimes we have to have hard conversations about hard verses. And in the topic of self-discipline, it's important to talk about willful sins. And it's important to talk about you know the the grace of God, and it's important to talk about <clears throat> not denying the truth of of Christ's sacrifice for sin, and that that's a very dangerous area. I, I'm <clears throat> the insulting of the spirit of grace. <clears throat> so when when we talk about in Hebrews, it's it's beautiful. The writer of Hebrews, uh, which by the way is is a theological debate of whether it was Paul or someone else. I believe it was Paul, but at any rate, the writer of Hebrews, um, there's a, a Greek word that's translated unbelief, which actually the Greek word is disobedience. And it's used interchangeably throughout the whole book of Hebrews as unbelief and disobedience. And, and the writer of Hebrews intentionally wrote that in that manner because unbelief is, is disobedience, and disobedience is unbelief. Um, it's an important idea when we look at willful sin because a lot of times we trick ourselves into believing that something's okay and, and it does, still doesn't make that okay. But also the fact of <clears throat> the, the the thing he highlights here it comes from a story out of Numbers when the children of Israel weren't following the law of Moses and it gets for anyone who's ever read through Numbers it gets really crazy. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Yeah. But, man, God was taking out 20, 20 30,000 people at a time. The earth was opening up and swallowing people. You know, they were at the bottom of Mount Sinai. They were tripping, making golden calves and all kinds of craziness. Earth opened up and swallowed about 20,000 of them. Gone. And, and the writer here is alluding to these things, looking at the punishments that we read about in the Old Testament. And he's saying, how much worse... For people who, who trample underfoot the grace of God and insult the spirits of God. <clears throat> and there's so many things in life when we talk about self-discipline that we allow ourselves that we, we genuinely know are wrong. 
there are things in our lives we do every day that we just know are are completely wrong, and we tend to rely on grace as a crutch. And, and it's a dangerous area. And I, and I don't want to confuse any listeners because we talk so much about God's love and grace, but the fact is we have to deal with what the writer is saying here, that it's a dangerous area. There's, you know, it says, I will repay, and, and, and the Lord will judge his people. <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to hear what you got. So, I actually, I read this verse, and Aaron said, I don't know we should do this. Maybe, and he actually said something very interesting to me. He said, maybe I'm getting soft. <laughs> um, and I just think that... uh this verse is so important when we talk about self-discipline because I think this is like the end game of self-discipline. Why do we have self-discipline? I mean, first and foremost, it's because we love God. But sometimes we don't always think it like that, right? So what, in a practical way, what? why do we need self-discipline? Why, If I have a grace that loves, that covers all sin, why do I need to be self-disciplined about thoughts with lust or actions with lust, right? Why can't I just go sleep with everybody? God covers God forgives all, right? So when we look at this verse, I think Paul is very clearly telling us that while we have grace and while we can be forgiven, willful willful sin and living in that willful sin, it's a lot different than just making a mistake, right? And so I think that that's why I love this verse. So let me let me get the the part that I love. We're in twenty six. All right. And so it's important to note this, right? If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left. So, so you guys, so I could break it down in like his layman's layman's terms for anybody who maybe doesn't understand what he's talking about. You just kind of talked, you alluded to the story in in Numbers, right? Well, basically, what he's saying is the people, Moses' people, the Israelites, right? They still had the coming Savior to pay for their sins, right? Mm-hmm. So Jesus had yet to get on that cross. They have not. They never accepted Jesus into their heart, so they never accepted that payment. So they can still look forward to that payment. Once you've accepted Jesus into your heart, once you become that believer, there's no more Jesus to go up on the cross. He already did it. He's, that blood yeah. has already washed over you. So how then are you going to get payment for your willful sin? Guys, and there's seasons. This is a very confusing topic for some people, and I understand that. There's seasons of willful sin. You can come out of those, guys. Come out of those and really commit yourself to Jesus again. But this self-discipline is so important. And we talked a lot. I think we had a really good week of of advice and ways to use self-discipline to stop sin in its track before it starts. Because, guys, most willful sin doesn't start off with, oh, I just woke up, had a nice cup of coffee, I'm going to go out and have sex with every woman I see. Or I'm going to shoot every dude in the face. That's not how most willful sin starts. It's those little thoughts, right? I told you about how the devil attacked me today. Little thoughts like that. And we already gave, I'm not going to talk about practical application of self-discipline in that manner, right? What I'm telling you is you guys have to have the self-discipline to recognize that you that Jesus already gave the life for, for you. There is no more sacrifice to do. So now you now you have to no longer be a burden to sin, no longer live in sin. 
but live in Jesus and make that active effort. Guys, and this is not to put pressure on you because, golly, me and Aaron talk every day about how we fall. And I'll be honest with you, you guys only hear half of it. We get on the phone before our podcast and we talk about our struggles and there's a lot. There is a lot. We understand falling, but don't don't fall so far that you're willfully living in sin because it's so dangerous, right? And I think that Paul does a very good job of saying, hey, look, if you're not self-disciplined, this is what's happening. And this is the, the verse that tells you, well, why do we need to be self-disciplined? Because if you go back to a life of willful sin thinking that grace is going to cover you, that is a an insult to the spirit of grace, right? That's an insult to the Holy Spirit. And God will judge. Amen. That's that's right. Uh, you know, I, when I was looking at this earlier, the passage, um, so if anyone has a, a study Bible or a cross-reference Bible, um, there's there's little verses on the side. You'll see little letters or little notations, letters or numbers or something that lead to a little column that has another verse, those are cross-references, and you can trace this back to a, a passage in Numbers. Uh, it's like 1530, I believe. But the passage they talk about is someone who deliberately, and it's funny how he puts it, if anyone deliberately, willfully disobeys, whether it be a foreigner or one of your people, that person shall be judged and cut off from the people. I think it's interesting that it goes to that reference. Because willful sin cuts us off from fellowship. How many times have we been in a situation where we're doing something we know is wrong and we've been to, we begin to disconnect ourselves from fellowship? Because we, we feel like, oh, well, I don't want someone to know or I'm not worthy enough to, to be around whatever. Willful sin almost always leads to disconnectedness. We always begin to separate ourselves. We always begin to isolate. And we fall into an even worse spiral of sin. And I think it's interesting that he goes with that. And then all throughout Numbers, we see <clears throat> in, in all the, the the sins that are intentional. And it's interesting to read through Numbers. So for, for our listeners who have tried to read through the Bible and get stuck in Numbers, um, just kind of check out where he talks about willful versus unwillful or knowing versus unknowing. Because even in the Old Testament, there's there's a lot of grace and there's a lot of there's a lot of things that can be done unknowingly, but it's that knowingly things that got people stoned and killed and well not you know what I mean stoned. Every time I say it, I I'm like a little infant child giggles, <laughs> but they they were they were being tortured and stuff back in the day, you know, for for willful sins, cutting hands off and fingers, and, and those are the things that begin to disconnect us from fellowship. Because we get so, stuck in guilt and condemnation. Amen. Go ahead. Uh, I think we have both been there. Yeah. So, so that's I, that's that's one of those byproducts of it. And and like you said, we've highlighted the practical applications this week. And in this, because it's a hard verse, I, my best practical application is. I I love God's grace, and God's grace is amazing, and I rely on that every day. But it is a scary thing when we come across passages like this. And this isn't the only one. There are many others. And I would rather find out. I, I, so my practical application is this little, um, I, I don't know, proverb, parable, whatever it is. I don't think that anyone is going to get to heaven 
and you're up there, you're in the gates or whatever vision you have of heaven, and God is like, you know what, Kevin, you were a little too serious about me and my laws and my rules, and, and you took it way too far, and all all of your following of the rules, of the, yeah, you went a little bit too far with it. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. That's, that's not going to happen. But the scripture is has got some passages that say you could get up there and him be like, you know what? I really tried to tell you that you needed to do this. And I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Because we have a lot of passages that says there's people who are going to say, Lord, Lord, I've casted out demons in your name and I've done this and this. And he's going to say, I don't know you. And that's a hard passage to deal with. But it goes hand in hand with this, that it's that serious. God's grace is sufficient. But there's also some action on our part. And the part of the self-discipline is to cut out willful sins, to begin to take those things and remove them from your life through whatever manner you need to use to do it. And know that it, it's a real thing to deal with. And, and that's that's what I got for the application. Yeah, I think that – so for me, I'm not even going to touch the practical application tonight. Guys, I'll give you this. Know the difference between willful sin and sin that, that you – that happens on a daily basis. And I'll tell you, for me, here's how I know. If I did not try to fight it at all, and I know that it's wrong, that's willful sin. <clears throat> so, guys, uh, like, there are things that I struggle with that I still sin on, but I'm trying to fight it every day, right? And I fail a lot, but I'm trying to fight. So that's, I'm not going to give you a practical application to self-discipline or of this Bible verse, but I want you guys to to get a better idea of what's willful sin and what's not. Are you actively trying to fight the sin? If you are, it's not willful. Sometimes that that you lose that battle, but God's there and God God forgives you and God loves you and God loves you no matter how many times you lose that battle. But guys, if you're not trying to fight the battle anymore, that's probably willful sin, and that's when you need to be worried and start trying to look at ways. To get help, maybe professional help at that point, right? If you feel like you need it, but that's the difference between a willful sin and sin that happens. Um, so that's that's really all I got tonight, Aaron. Man, it's a great verse. It's hard to read, and man, it's hard to talk about sometimes. But those are the kind of verses we need more of because it's the ones that are hard to talk about because it's scary. You don't want to read about the condemnation and the judgment of God, but those are things just like God is love. God also has those attributes in him. He has a whole Old Testament to tell you about him. So we have to know that and understand that about our God. Amen. That's, I think it's a great way to wrap up the week on on self-discipline. Uh, again, I just encourage the listeners to go back over the week, listen to the practical applications, um, You know, hit us up if there's something you struggled with, or maybe... I know we've talked about a lot of different methods. Maybe you know a different method, or maybe you just want more information on something we've talked about. Uh, just let us know. It's, it's an important subject. It's, it's To me, it's a foundational uh, part of our faith. So, uh, Yes, sir. And so tomorrow what we're going to do, guys, and this is part of our new – this is a part of our new format. So we're going to leave Saturdays as an open conversation about the week's topic. So we're going to leave it if nobody has anything to add through our social media accounts or through text messages, then we will just leave it as a conversation about how self-discipline has affected mine and Aaron's life in both good and bad ways and different ways and kind of just like a free and easy thing 
right? Um, and we'll have some scriptures that maybe one of us will, will shoot out for what we're trying to talk about, but we don't have any set scriptures for tomorrow, guys. We just want to have a conversation about self-discipline. And we'll end the week tomorrow on a short version of our podcast that really just talks about self-discipline and how we how we've used it and how we haven't used it and it's gotten us in trouble. Is that good to hear? That sounds great. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be a good discussion, man. And I uh hey, I'm super happy we both got sick news, man. God is great. And my sister's surgery went well. Just for anybody who's out there listening, Aaron, you too. My sister's surgery went well, but she does have three boys and they get a little crazy. And so let's just pray for her healing for fast and and good healing in her leg, because I know that God will take care of that. Amen. All right, Eric. Do the honors. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me just throw this out there for you guys who maybe haven't heard this spiel before. Uh, We have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, and we have a Facebook. Please go on there. Please comment. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Tell us how you don't like the fact that Aaron giggles when he says stones. We don't care. Just tell us what you think of the podcast because we really want to make this better for you guys. We want to make this as good as it can be for you guys so that we're doing the best we can as we try to glorify and worship God. So our Instagram play page is avjoes, A-V-G-J-O-E-S, Bible Study, at avjoes Bible Study. Our Twitter is at A-V-G-J-O-E, Bible Study, B I B L. S-T-U-D-Y, B-I-B-L-S-T-U-D-Y. Abjo Bible Study is our Twitter, Twitter handle. And Facebook, you can just search for Abjo's, uh Bible Study Podcast, and you, it'll pop up. Guys, we want to make this as good as we can for you, so help us so that we can do a better job of glorifying and worshiping uh, God. So please reach out to us. Now, Aaron, you can pray out. I apologize for cutting you off. <laughs> You're all right, man. You're all right. All right. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this week uh, to talk about self-discipline. We thank you for growing us in knowledge and grace. Uh, as a, a special prayer for Kevin's sister right now, for healing, um, uh, for the boys, that they'll just be understanding of, of their mom and their situation, and that they'll be helpful and encouraging and just give her all the support and love that she needs. Uh, we thank you. For a great day, we thank you for for coming through and for being faithful, for getting us through those times and then giving us these wonderful days of great news. We just pray that you strengthen and encourage us throughout this week, that you'll bless our listeners, that you'll give them uh, great days like we've had today. Uh, We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you guys.